The following program is rated M for a mature audience. It contains coarse language. Welcome to the Well Hong Podcast, where we reach into the well of life and bring you the gems of the week, from news to pop culture. Now, here are your hosts, Diana and Nate. Hello, Diana. Hey, how's it going? I'm trying to play with my headphones right now. You're trying to play with your headphones? You mean you're trying to get your levels right? Yeah. They sound really weird. Well, they are earbuds, so there's a chance that that's it. (laughs) There we go. You got it? Oh, now it's too low. No, okay. Well, now you just have to turn it down a little bit. All right. That's going to do it. Welcome back to uh, the Well Hong Podcast, Uh, the podcast that is really Diana's therapy because she's too poor to afford a real psychologist. I've been doing well, though. Yeah, I didn't say you weren't. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I didn't say you weren't. Okay, maybe No not. need to get defensive. It's okay. How was your weekend? <sighs> I had a very short weekend. I had to work on Sunday, so... Why'd you work on Sunday? You never work on weekends. It's a long story that I don't want to get into here <laughs> involving involving an employee who uh, sort of bailed at the last minute on something important, so... Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. That's eh, not a big deal. Got to go to the Stanislaus County Fair or the Stanco Fair. Um, had the... Uh, funnel cake bacon cheeseburger how was that same as it was last year um tastes interesting it's good well it's funnel cake it's got maple syrup on it and then there's a bacon cheeseburger in the middle of it so it's sweet and it's savory and it's salty and it's basically every flavor sort of uh type you could be looking for now I'm hungry. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I had one last year. I had one this year. And honestly, I can tell you this. Uh, I did not crave another one uh, for a full year. Not only did I not crave another one, I didn't even really crave one this year. I just happened to walk by and I was like looking around for what what should I have for lunch. And there wasn't anything that was better. Do you think like this is going to be a start of a tradition? You're going to have one once a year? Well, I don't know how many years in a row I'm going to be going to the Stanco Fair because it's in Turlock. Why do people go there anyway? Like, I'm surprised you went there two years in a row. Well, uh, my employer is one of the main media sponsors of the fair. Oh. And it's actually a really nice little county fair, honestly, um, if you don't mind the 90-minute drive from Sacramento. If I lived in Modesto, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go to the Stanco Fair. And yeah. su- Sundays, it's free until 3, so that's that's a deal. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's not like the state fair where you drop like $40 just to get in. No, 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 no. And it's it's smaller. Everything is laid out really well. And the carnies don't even look s- sketchy. I know it's weird, right? The well, carnies don't look sketchy. They probably live there. They're not like carny carnies. They like probably... That's just their thing to give back to the community. I don't think that's it, but okay. I, I think they do travel. There is a ride company that, that works there. And um, yeah, it's, it's if you're in the Turlock area, and who isn't, um, <laughs> stop by the Stanislaus County Fair. One other good thing about Turlock is there is a brewery there called Dust Bowl Brewing. Okay. And they do some very good beers, which are available at BevMo and Total Wine up here. So there's no reason to actually go to Turlock. I was going to say, that, that I, how good is it for the Turlock trip? It's not drive to Turlock good. Uh, <laughs> is there anything in Turlock that is drive to Turlock good? Well, there's the Stanco Fair. Uh, I almost went, but I really wanted to get back because um, 
Uh, it was my only time this past weekend to spend time with my girlfriend because she had gone out of town for her niece's third birthday party, and I had friends that came into town. So it was one of those things where I had friends into town, she was going out of town. So basically we had Sunday evening was was pretty much it. Oh, that's so romantic. You guys are making this work. Well, sure, and I did laundry there, so how's that for romance? That's... <laughs> Keeping the mystery alive, Nate. That's what you're doing. Well, we are moving in together, so it's it's not really that big a deal that I'm doing laundry there. Oh, that's what I miss about relationships, though. Like doing laundry. Tr- well, yeah, and then you do the whole cute little date thing, try to like make things work, and putting effort into that. <laughs> yeah, that cute little. And I've never been in a situation where all my relationships ended before we ever got to the point of stop doing the cute little things Mm. and the only reason we wouldn't do that is because of distance but we would try to do little things still and you know that's what i miss you know one real easy way to do something nice for somebody buy them something on amazon have it sent (laughs) to them and if you're going to do that the best way to do it is go to our website nadedarlingshow.com click on the shop amazon tab and then Pick out something nice. Save yourself some money. Help support the show. Score some points with your significant other. It's a win-win-win. So just go ahead and do that. If you're going to shop Amazon anyway, click through the site and help us out. We do appreciate it. It's the Shop Amazon tab at NateDarlingShow.com. It supports this show and the Nate Darling Show. So keep it up. Keep up the good work, people who've been shopping away. So that's that's my uh, that's the pitch. That's the plug. And what else are, do we have coming up like holiday-wise? The next holiday is Labor Day. So get some Labor Day gifts now. (laughs) (laughs) Labor Day gifts. But here's the other thing you can get. Amazon is really great. Start planning your Halloween now. Don't fuck around and wait until like three days before. And then you go to those pop-up Halloween stores and you stand in line for 45 minutes with all the other mooks who didn't start planning something or whatever. Amazon's got like really kick-ass Halloween costumes at, at a really good price. So you can start planning for your Halloween. You can start Christmas. You can start Christmas shopping now and just have it set up. And the beaut- here's the beauty of Amazon. You can have st- – they'll gift wrap. You can send stuff as gifts and have it wrapped. So let's say you, you uh, want to have something – buy something for your relatives who live out of town. You go to Amazon. You buy something. You click the gift wrap. It's like a couple bucks extra. It ships there in a regular Amazon box, and they open it up, and it's a wrapped gift. So you don't even have to wrap your gift. You don't have to haul it there. You don't have to wrap it. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You don't like wrapping? Uh, Not a huge fan, no. I mean, I've done it. It's not terrible, but if you're talking about bringing gifts, like my dad lives on the other side of the country, so it's just way, way easier to ship something there already wrapped. I like I didn't like it before, but then after working at Nordstrom during the holidays, where we I would actually get excited when a customer would ask me to wrap it because that means I could just rest and not talk to people <laughs> for three minutes. Yeah, well, you weren't making commission either. Well, in three minutes, I needed that break to deal with another customer. It was so crazy. Fair. I do not exaggerate like how fucking insane that place gets. Well, around the holidays, retail uh, retail can be crazy. I do not like people. So yeah, there's a, there's all that. All that's coming up, and and the the be- here's the thing. Um, I know people who have ordered cat litter <laughs> that they get delivered right to their door. Talk about something you don't want to have to deal with going to the store. Go to the store and carry home this big honking thing of cat litter. 
make your mailman or UPS driver do it. <laughs> Delivered I mean, right to your door. Paid, but... Seriously. And and with like a lot of these things, they have like a subscription. So you could like, yes, I want a, I want a container of cat litter every two weeks. And you don't even have to do it. It just automatically will do it. Every two weeks, boom, new thing of cat litter. As much as I support boom, shopping online, go to still shop at places where they work on commission because they need oh, it. Oh, fuck the people. <laughs> Look, if you took a job working on commission, that's hey, on man. you. That's on you. Hey, it was called a promotion. Mm-hmm. That's what they told you it was called. <laughs> and it was the biggest headache of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get promoted. But it's that's more the, money than minimum wage. That's the dirty little secret about getting promoted. Getting promoted means you get more money, but you get more responsibilities and more headaches. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot more. It's one of those things where it's like, if I'd known what a pain in the ass this was, I would have been nicer when I was younger to people. That's how I feel like about comedy. I just had my first hosting gig. Yes. And uh, and this was cool. Like It was like first hosting for like a weekend run show, you mm-hmm. know? So I felt like I was working. I felt like I got promoted as a comic. And fuck. It's so nerve-wracking. Yeah. With every, with every promotion, there's a lot more to worry about. And, like, you know, you're trying to, like, make sure the headliner's happy and the features ha- and the thing and the club's happy. And the thing is, I got really lucky because the headliner and the feature were fucking amazing people. And so it was really easy. But I've heard, like, horror stories. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got promoted. Like, I feel like I'm more of a comic now. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. And nice selfie, by the way. Oh, God, I'm so bad at those. Your selfies look like hostage photos. I don't know what it is. What it is. You you automatically go right to derp face. You mean, that's my derp face? Derp face, D-E-R-P. What the fuck is that? You're going to have to go ahead and look up what derp face is. I feel like that's an insult because that's my, like, me smiling face. Like, that's me genuinely trying to smile. You're trying to... <laughs> it's because I've seen pictures of you smiling, and you're you're an attractive woman, and you have a nice smile. These are super derp photos. <laughs> Those are how I smile in pictures. <laughs> when people ask me to take a picture with them, or even like especially after shows, I hate it because I'm like, I know that's what my what I look like. I'm like, if I look like that on stage, I would I, I would quit comedy. All right, so here's here's some photos for derp. You're face. such a dick. That is. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Here, they, they've, these are all memed up for you. Oh, no. Uh, so, just so you can tell. That's and what I look like when I smile. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> My ex, I one time, she was like trying to take pictures of me. Like, we were doing like that cute. Like she, Actually, this one's pretty close. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I found an Asian lady. <laughs> who's fuck doing, you. Doing, well, she has very large eyes, so that's. So you're saying my eyes aren't large? Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying that's what you look like. Fuck you. Oh, but yeah, sorry. she was like, you don't know how to take pictures. So she wanted to like teach me how to take pictures, but we never got to that. We you, broke up before You really that do need a uh you, you need a little bit of help with that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fuck you. Look. Is it really that bad? I don't want to look at them. Okay. Though. Let me let me it's so embarrassing. Let, let me just call this I'm up just so... so you can tell. So so there's a group of them here on Facebook. You're trying too hard there. I'm not. That's, that's, that's my natural face. That's, well, 
It, it isn't. That one's not bad. There, there's one with you. And what is with that shirt? That's her shirt. She has, <laughs> runs a comic convention. Oh, okay. All right. That's where she I'll, gave me a shirt. Okay. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let it slide. Did, did it come with no sleeves like that? Yeah. <laughs> that is a bad look. Because that's a. Sh- it's one of those old baseball shirts that's supposed to have like a three quarter length sleeve, but it's cut off at the shoulder, so it just looks awkward. That's my like summer shirt, <laughs> and that is a super derp face. Although it fits because he's making a goofy face with yeah, you. Yeah, those are goofy. Picture, yeah, that's, but that was me smiling. That's fine. You, you, but you got the you got the going up too much over here on the right side of your mouth. I know this is great podcasting, <laughs> but but you're 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 trying too hard. I look know. look how natural her smile is here. She's just got an easy smile. She's relaxed. He's relaxed. Look at you. Just <laughs> That's how I smile, though. <laughs> you just need to work on it. That's, That's how all. I smile. That's all. It's, it's fine. How is it fine when you just told me I need to work on my smile, which is one of the most natural things ever? It's not, though. It really isn't. You're it's not happy? a natural. Well, there's being happy, and then there's taking a photo. And looking good in a photo. And some people look really good. Like, I'm right now, I'm, I've just called up a poster for the VFW Comedy Night. Oh, that was uh, fun. With you and Cheryl the Soccer Mom. That is a fantastic photo of Cheryl the Soccer Mom. Yeah. That is what, 20, 25 years old? Cheryl does not look like that anymore. <laughs> it's a great photo of her. But uh, Cheryl is still beautiful. Sure, I love Cheryl. Cheryl is one of the nicest people you will ever meet, and uh, a a wonderful comic and a very nice person, and an attractive lady as well. Uh, but that headshot of hers is not current, <laughs> at least not that one. But she makes up for it because she's awesome. She makes up for it. I yeah, like I don't. Her. I don't hold it against her. If she if she was like really mediocre, I'd be like. Who are you trying to fool with that old that old publicity photo? <laughs> you're trying to make people oh think you're hot. F- fucking headshots, though, are so fucking expensive and time-consuming. Well, do you know why good headshots are expensive, Diana? Because they, because they make you look good. Yeah. She looks fantastic. Yeah, so if I have one of those... <laughs> they, worth, why is a divorce so expensive? Because it's worth it. <laughs> because it's worth it. Oh, uh, so there, there you go. Now you wanted to talk about. We we're going to talk about this last time, but uh, you wanted to uh, to talk about what constitutes cheating. What are you talking about? Well, you know what happened with the what was it? Oh, which one was it? No, I don't know. You have to be more specific. You, that. You're the one that follows the Kardashians. Uh, Scott Disick. Yeah. What? Who is he married to? Courtney Kardashian. Courtney, yeah. Um. He got there like. Broken up, divorced, I don't know. They are split up. Well, they were never married, so they're not divorced. Okay. So, they split up. Damn, they have three kids. They do. How? Why did he not put a ring on it? I do not know. Oh, that's right. They, I think they kept saying, she kept saying no because he's a dick. So, he got, they broke up because of, uh, he was caught cheating, but then it's just like certain photographs of them touching. And you were saying right. you don't think that if that's all that happened, which typically I don't think that was all that happened, but you think that doesn't count as cheating. I didn't see anything in those photographs that would say cheating to me. His hand was on her ass. No, it wasn't. It was on her back. Um, so anyway, um, Ryan Seacrest has now broken his silence uh, on on it um, after E! News exclusively confirmed the couple was breaking up. Uh, Seacrest is the, the producer, the creator of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. He said, obviously, you hate to see a split with people that you know and a family that you know and love. Uh, hopefully, things can work out for the best of them. So he said he had nice things to say. When Savannah Guthrie 
asked him if there was a chance that Disick would be kicked off the show. Seacrest predicted that cameras would reveal the truth. So the truth will will be released. Oh my God, this is all for the fucking show. Exactly. It could very much be a work. Um, He said, well, the show is reality, so whatever happens, happens in real time. Stupid ass. By the way, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, when she was Bruce, revealed that... uh, she, she was the only real story on the show. So t- take with that what you want. Uh, and by the way, that show is coming soon. And, you know, bless her all the best. All the best to Caitlyn Jenner. But some of the promos for that show just creep me out. Because of the way it's shot. It's like, you're going to find out some things. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to find out some things. Oh, is it like that? I don't know if I, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any promos for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, here's a, well. Let's let's listen to one right now. Let's see if I can play this for you. Uh, it's the new "I Am Kate" trailer from E. So many people go through life and they never deal with their own issues, no matter what the issues are. Ours happen to be gender identity. But how many people go through life and just waste an entire life because they never deal with themselves to be who they are? You know, you go through all of this stuff and you start learning kind of the pressure that women are under all the time about their appearance. I never had until a couple of weeks ago uh, actually a professional come in and do my makeup. What a difference. (laughs) Okay, we're officially off the property. We're out into the world. It's so bright out there. Look at that. Isn't it great that maybe someday you'll be normal? Just blend into society. You are normal. Put it this way. I'm the new normal. No. No. You're not the new normal. You are who you are, and there's nothing wrong with who you are, or that you have a new gender, but you're not the new normal. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I know what it means, but I it's think, like that's I, I, a, Yeah, I think I but, think what she means is that this is now considered normal. But it's it just isn't. Not, not yet. yet. And and I don't know that it ever will be considered normal because it is a very small percentage of people. And I know it's like people go, "Well, there's 100,000 people like that." Right. Out of 300 million, it's a, it's a very, very small subset, and they deserve every right. They deserve every bit of respect that everybody else gets, but it's not going to be considered the normal thing to do. It, w- it won't be considered wrong or bad, but I don't know that normal is the right word. Okay, I I can agree with that because if we're going normal by definition, a majority is opposed to like I mean, what's socially acceptable. When people say normal, they mean socially acceptable. Even yeah, even a reasonable minority, and it's not. It's just the numbers just aren't there. It is. It is a to use a scientific term, an aberration of nature. And that doesn't mean that these people are aberrations or what they do is aberrational. It just means on a statistical basis, it is. And again, they they deserve the right to live their lives how they're comfortable and 
to be able to not be discriminated against, threatened, or anything else like that. So don't don't get it twisted and think I'm going, oh, no, these are freaks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when you start using words like normal, you're going to get a ton of pushback that you don't necessarily need from people who aren't going to be as accepting of it. Yeah, that's why I was scared about this show. Watching that whole thing, I was kind of scared. I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and I mean, first of all, because people, it, it is like when when things are so high and everything's so like PC intentions are so high, and you know, there's sensitivity and shit. Like, you have to be very careful with words when you're on a public forum with a topic like this. Yeah, and and I'm being I'm being very clear, and I'm saying things that a lot of people would be like, "Oh, you can't you can't say that it's not normal." Yes, you can. But it's still okay to be not normal. But here's the other thing. Caitlyn Jenner is an incredibly wealthy person. Caitlyn Jenner lives in a secluded area of Malibu. And most people who are going through gender reassignment in in whatever manner or shape that they're going through it in do not have the luxury of retreating back to their place in Malibu and not having to deal with the world. They've got to go out and work a job. They've got to go out and earn a living. They've got to be in society and deal with people. They don't have the option that the wealth that Bruce slash now Caitlyn Jenner has to just go, oh, well, you know, I had a professional come in to do my makeup. Wow. Diana, why don't you have a professional come in to do your makeup? Because I need to learn how to smile first, apparently. (laughs) And it comes back around. That's what I was, like, upset about with the interview um, with Diane Sawyer. Because it's like, he's, she, well, Bruce at the time, like, incredibly wealthy. That's not an accurate representation because they're like, what's the big deal? Well, yeah, maybe for a celebrity of that wealth is a big deal. But for everyone else that is not there, which is mostly everybody. But. Here's the thing about that interview. In that interview, uh, he went back to eight-year-old Bruce Jenner. And eight-year-old Bruce Jenner dealt with the same feelings that other eight-year-olds who don't have any money go through. And when you break it down to those human interactions and you start going, well, there's a lot more money, blah, 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 blah. No. At the end of the day, you're the person that you are. At this point, Caitlyn Jenner has the advantage of having the money to be able to hide and has reached the point where she has come out and said, this is who I am. So she doesn't have that feeling that she's not living who she is. But it's with the trans, because the whole transition part is a lot easier for her. Sure, because well, she, yeah, she, she can afford whatever surgery she wants on whatever timeline she wants and the medical whatever doctor expenses. And, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's where the money thing came into play with the oh, transitioning yeah. part, not like the growing up part. Yeah, but because it, some people look at it as like, I've talked to people and they're like, oh, what's the big, t- it's like super easy. Anyone can do it kind of deal. And I was like, no, that's not the <laughs> truth at all. No, no, it's it's not the truth because there there's still... 
Caitlyn Jenner had to go through all of the same things that everybody else did who wants to do this, which is a year of doing this and a year of doing this and having a doctor sign off on this and counseling and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. And yes, there was not the worry of how do I pay for my living arrangements while I'm paying a doctor to deal with this. But from a human perspective, it was still the same thing. Yeah, different and, levels. So that's and, why when she said normal, I was like, I'm just going to let that go. Yeah. And that's, and that's, she, that's a sentiment. She was saying it as a sentiment, which is, but I understand your point with, you know, that's the thing. What she was talking about was like sentiments and people will make the conclusion of like normal, like, and then they get in all this big uproar about like, oh my God, the rapture is coming because of this. Like they, that's what they jump to. Yeah, absolutely. So that was like the scary thing. I don't know. It's it's good and it's sad and scary. Well, at the same time, for me, yeah. And and I I ultimately I think it's good because it brings an exposure to the transgendered community that it was not getting on that level. Yeah. Because people feel like they knew Bruce Jenner. People are going to watch this show and feel like they know Caitlyn Jenner. It's not the same as an actress who is on Orange is the New Black or a, a runway model who was born, born male and is now female. It's not the same thing. It's going to be like, hey, I know someone who is. Boom. That's the intimacy of TV and the intimacy of having that coming into the house and seeing what everything is. So I think in the long term, it's going to get rid of that initial, and I don't know what the right word is, if it's fear, uh, confusion, when you encounter somebody who is transgendered, who is going through a transition like that. Because if you go to a small town and there's just one one person who's doing it and they're not, you know, they don't have the aesthetic ability that a Caitlyn Jenner has, um, there's a lot of people who say ba- who say terrible things for whatever reason, and it's not okay, but they it's there's not the understanding because that's just oh that's that freak, yeah, that's that freak, and I think this show is going to take a lot of that away, and there's still going to be a lot of people who are like, well, it's just a Kardashian thing, it's all just a bullshit Kardashian thing, it's all for publicity, and it's like, yep, that's right, a sixty nine year old Bruce Jenner. For sheer publicity, decided I'm going to leave my family, tell them all I've decided to change my gender, and live the rest of my days as a lady. For publicity. <laughs> I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing. It really is. That Yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I've heard people say things close to that. And it's like... Yeah. They truly believe it. I don't know what anybody believes anymore. I mean, because people are nuts. I mean, Donald Trump's running for president, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, sake. and he's leading in the polls, I heard. Well, that's early. There's there's thousands of people running for the Republican nomination. That's so crazy, though. He, he got big turnouts in Arizona, but people in Arizona are nuts. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Oh. They're nuts. Let's, let's be honest. Arizona is a nuts state. It just really is. I, I blame the extreme heat. And and maybe the monsoon season. I'm not really sure what yeah. what goes on there, but it's, I think it's Facebook too. I don't think it's fa- I don't. I think Arizona was weird well before Facebook was a thing. Oh, in Arizona, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Because when I went there, it wasn't that bad. And then now I go to, like, well, now I'm back in California, I notice how weird Arizona is. Well, yeah. And if you're, it's like relative. if you go to Arizona and you interact with a small group of people, you may be, if for a short period of time, you may go, I don't know what the big deal is. It seemed really nice. Um, but, uh, and I know people who grew up there and who now have been able to move back there and they love it. They love Arizona. And I know people who did not grow up there who have moved there for jobs who fucking hate Arizona. And, and listen, I'm talking about someone who is actually a conservative person who categorizes themselves as Republican, hates Arizona which is a very conservative state. So it's not a conservative liberal thing. <laughs> there are just some people who hate Arizona, and that's okay. Yeah, I get, I when I lived there, I thought it was all right, and it was cool, but I just missed California. I think if I... Because Arizona is so slow, so at first I liked it, and then after a while I was like, I, I, I'm so bored. <laughs> You should go to Wyoming sometime. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I even went hiking in like 110 degree weather because yeah. I was so bored. There you go. All right. It's time to wrap this puppy up. Do you have a Do you have a bitches preach for us? Oh, uh, I mean. Anything? I was going to come up with something about the pre, uh, the cheating thing, but. Uh, we, we, we've, we barely touched that. We barely that. touched that. Uh, so don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think that's don't. a good one. Um, I mean, but if you do, I don't. I think you can work it out. I don't know. Uh, cheating is not a deal breaker for me. Okay. But, yeah. Diff- you know, different strokes for different folks. And, you know, that's that's fine. Um, I, I've heard eating ain't cheating. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, yeah, that, that maybe we'll discuss that more. Because I'm very curious what your definition of cheating is. Um, well, week. the broad definition of cheating, I, I believe that genitals must be uh, inserted or orally pleased. Okay, what about kissing? Uh, no. You don't no. think kissing's cheating? No. Kissing is not cheating. Unless you're kissing on the nether lips. Then that's cheating. That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> I think kissing's cheating. Well, see? You're a lady. You do sensitive lady things. Uh, shut up. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for the Well Hong podcast for this week. Um, and you know what? We're going to end it with Bon Jovi because why not? It's, it's a podcast. We'll end it with whatever we want. Fuck yeah. And uh, you give love a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.